Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Jerry Bites. My name is Davis, an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're here once again to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on Jerry Prep and all things grad school admissions. Please check out our top-rated Jerry self-study program at stellargre.com and use the code BITES for 10% off all memberships. All right, let's get to it. So we've done a few of these episodes before. We've done live walkthroughs of how to solve questions before. It's still an experimental format. Please you know, let us know in an email or comment section uh, if you like these or if they're functioning. Today, I think we'll try a uh, um, one a verbal question. So I'll go ahead and give it over to Orion. He'll walk us through how he would do it uh, after reading the question. Absolutely. So we've already done a live walkthrough of a sentence equivalence question. So this will be a text completion question, the other vocab-based problem. Uh, it's actually a very similar workflow. The only major difference has to do with the elimination strategy associated with looking at the answer choices. We'll start with a single blank text completion question for this episode. So this is something from my product. So as usual, when a vocab-based question pops up on the screen, which we can tell by a quick glance at the answer choices because there's vocabulary words, we're going to do that on our first pass through any verbal section and save the reading comp questions for our second pass. So this question pops up, boom, it takes me less than a second to understand that I'm dealing with a vocab-based question in general. And the shape of the buttons also helps me to understand whether I'm dealing with a text completion, which is a choose one per blank, or a sentence equivalence, which is a choose two per one blank. So within a second, I should know that I'm dealing with a vocab-based question in general and a text completion question specifically. In this case, it's a text completion because of the shape of the buttons. And so this, there are circles on the product, but on the actual mock tests and on the actual GRE, they're not circles. They're the buttons themselves. Like the words are inside of rectangular buttons and you would click the entire rectangle in which the words are contained to indicate your selection. Sentence equivalences have little square radio buttons next to the vocab words by contrast. So we know this is a text completion question. We're going to look at the answer choices first. We go straight to the answer choices. And because we're choosing one word to go into one blank, then we can eliminate any words that are synonymous with each other. So that's why we're looking at this, not only to ensure that we know what most of the words mean, which will justify our expenditure of time here, but that we might be able to eliminate possible answers before we even read the question. In this case, the five, there's always five for a single blank text completion answer choices are speculative, enigmatic, adamant, hypothetical, and inane. And just right off the bat, I can eliminate 40% of those answer choices because speculative and hypothetical are sufficiently synonymous that I can throw them out. Remember, we don't need perfect synonyms. We need like 70% synonyms, which means they, they move in the same direction at the same general intensity. So great, I got rid of two out of the five answer choices. Now I have a forced choice between three, enigmatic, adamant, and inane. And let's assume that we know what those words mean. Now we go up and read the actual question, and we're going to read this intentionally. Like we're going to read this with purpose. And the purpose is to employ the word search technique, just like in the sentence completions. We're going to be looking for keywords and we're going to be looking for trigger words. Keywords are the words that directly relate to the word that goes in the blank. And the trigger word is the word phrase or punctuation that indicates the direction of that relationship. So here we go. Most people who claim to have seen UFOs 
recant their stories once presented with compelling evidence to the contrary. However, Jerome wouldn't even consider an alternative explanation, remaining blank in his position. So as often the case, it's usually easier to see triggers than keys. And here, a very clear trigger that's reaching out to us is however, which began the second sentence. However is a change direction trigger. So we can then use that trigger to reverse engineer the key. So we want to change from what? Well, the answer to that question is going to be our key word. Well, if most people recant, which means to take back their stories, and Jerome is the opposite of that, he's sticking to his guns. He's staying with it come hell or high water. Go for it, Jerome. Maybe he's in on those, like, what were they, the Mexican aliens that were recently, quote, discovered? Right? Maybe Jerome was behind that. So we want the opposite of someone who takes back their stories, someone who sticks with their stories. And we have a forced choice, which is closest in meaning. Enigmatic? That doesn't mean to stick with something. That's a psychological association trap answer associated with USO, UFOs and conspiracy theories and all that. So it's mysterious, but it has nothing to do with to, to stick with. Um, inane? That means silly. That could be your a judgment about UFO believers. Again, that's a PAT a pat answer. And the third option is adamant, which means strong and unyielding. That's a great fit for the word that we're looking for, someone who sticks with their stories, even when there's compelling evidence to the contrary. We're going to choose adamant and move on with our lives. So that was me talking through the entire thought process with full sentences, explaining other contextual parts of the strategy that you should just have ingrained in you. And that was like, uh, I know, three minutes. And with practice, with not speaking to yourself in full sentences and knowing exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it in the workflow, you can easily answer this question in less than 60 seconds, which is really what our goal is for all vocab-based questions. Thanks, Ryan, for that uh, clear walkthrough. A couple of interesting points to fact out, maybe you, uh, interesting points to, to point out, and you can give us some facts on these. Um, you mentioned PAT, a PAT response, like a psychological trap, association trap. Um, and you also mentioned trigger words. So for example, there was, you know, UFOs and then there was enigmatic and there was, you know, someone who believes in UFOs and there was inane, it was silly. So, and then, but the, but the real trigger words were relating to the verb, either recanting their positions after evidence. And then however, Jerome does the opposite of change his position. Can you talk just briefly about those? Yeah, so most of the trap answers on a vocab-based question are going to be related to the surface narrative of the story and have nothing to do with the deep structure of the problem because this question actually has nothing to do with UFOs. We could eliminate that language entirely or switch it around to something that has nothing to do with that. Like most people who claim to be very serious about politics or who are interested in becoming surgeons. Like these things are not inane anymore, right? Uh, we can still keep recant their stories. And if, how, if Jerome, however, is the opposite of that, it's still going to be the opposite of recant, regardless of what Jerome's beliefs are or what the topic under consideration is. It has nothing to do with those things. That's why we use the word search technique so we can cut through all that unnecessary verbiage. I really appreciate uh, that. I hope everyone found this uh, beneficial. Hopefully you could follow along in this audio format. Um, 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please give us your feedback at stellargre at gmail.com. And you can also email us if you'd like more of these questions or any other types of questions as well related to the GRE or um, grad school admissions. We'll be back next week for another episode. And in the meantime, check us out at GRE, stellargre.com for our top-rated GRE self-study program. And use the code BITES for 10% off any memberships. Talk to you soon.